that was when she told me that I could come. And I definitely did (laughs) numerous times. Do you think that jealousy has anything to do with the turn on? It's definitely a factor. Despite being a bisexual, I don't go down on women very often. It's just not my favorite thing to do. But that experience may have changed my mind. (laughs) And while this is happening, what's your guy doing? I have no idea because my face was sat on. The the typical, she has a better pussy than you type comments. Like, you know, um... Actually, no, I don't (laughs) know. Okay, so... (laughs) And then she got on top of me when he finished. Sat on my face and... I cleaned her out. (laughs) It was, I definitely wasn't expecting it, but. Mm -hmm. Did it turn you on? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) My partner was obviously a black male. The wife he was with was a black female and her cuck is white. Oh. So they're in a whole niche dynamic themselves that doesn't get talked about a ton. And there's not a lot of them. Get ready. This is Consenting Adults. The conversations you're about to hear are intended for mature audiences. If adult themes are offensive to you, well, you might want to pull out now. So dirty talk, so sex talk. Yeah, it it started off as dirty talk. I was actually, like, very excited to see my partner with somebody else. She looked at me and said, so you want to have sex with other people, that's what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) And you find it a turn-on to hear about what he did. Yeah, and then it's like, I want to come home and get it the way she got it. Does he know you have a boyfriend? Well, yes. This is Consenting Adults with Lena Wynn. My guest today is a first for consenting adults. Uh, Back in episode 45, I talked to a cuckold dress about the cuckolding lifestyle. And we kind of put the word out there that we needed to find a cuck queen. Now, you guys have probably heard of unicorns by now, right? Rare, hard to find in the lifestyle. What is harder to find is a cuck queen. And she found me. Whenever I talk to guests, I always ask for a little information so that I'd have something to, you know, do an introduction. This is what Taylor wrote. She says, I am a submissive first, an unapologetic black-only slut second, and a cut queen third. Taylor, we've got a lot to talk about. When did you discover something other than vanilla sex? (laughs) As soon as I started having sex. Really? How old? 14 or 15. Oh, that is young. And even then you were doing or wanting more than just regular vanilla sex? Absolutely. What more did you want? You know, at this point, I don't really remember. It was probably, you know, the standard like spicy vanilla, as I like to call it. So like the light bondage, the light impact play type stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, the partners that you had, were they like, were they all for it? Uh, well, actually, I was in a almost eight year relationship starting when I was 14, 15 years old. Wow, that's that's a long time for that age. It's a long time today for anybody, really. But <laughs> it is when you spend that much time together, you probably were more comfortable exploring things. Yeah, but we were never quite on the same page. He had some different kinks than I did, but we did explore a ton together. What kind of things did you did you do? 
power exchange dynamics, um, heavier impact play. Those were the two big ones. Okay. So it sounds like you were, you really got into the BDSM thing. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. So that's why you're a submissive first. I am. I did go through a period a little less than a year ago where I thought maybe I was a switch. So I topped a couple of men type situation, but that was not something that I was really into. I did it because I'm a people pleaser. Okay. So uh, for anyone who's super vanilla Mm -hmm. and has no idea what topping a man is, uh, explain it. I am not a dominant person, but I was dominant with these men, and one or two occasions did include pegging. Uh, it's not for me. The idea of it is hot, but, like, I can't do it. <laughs> okay, well, hold on, okay. And then, so, again, for the super vanilla person who uh, may not know what pegging is. Pegging is using a strap-on for anal or oral sex with a person, mostly men. So what you're saying is you put on a strap on <laughs> and got on top of your guy Again. or behind or I, however you guys do it. Both, either. It all works. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you didn't enjoy it? Like there was nothing? It did nothing for me. If anything, I was the super concerned mother figure over here. Like, are you okay? Are you sure you're okay? <laughs> <laughs> Every five seconds. Uh, It was more stress-inducing for me than anything else. Okay, so that's when you realize you really are just a submissive. Okay, then let's move along to your next step in your evolution. You said you're an unapologetic, Black-only slut. I am. And how did that start? That's a really difficult question to answer. I didn't notice it at first. It was actually pointed out to me when... My relationship hit a rocky spot and we did one of the things that you're not supposed to do, which is open your relationship. And one of the first experiences I had in that open relationship was with a black man that I grew up with. After that experience, everyone that I was with after that point happened to also be black men. You weren't consciously, right? So you weren't consciously choosing only to be with black men, but that's what happened. What was it about that experience that, that you liked so much? It was a mind-blowing experience, unlike anything else I had ever had. Uh, See, now I've I've heard other women describe it that way, but like I'm trying to get to the why. Like, why was it so good? I think it's just an energy thing. I think the people that I have sexually connected with the strongest have been black men that have a specific energy. Sure, it's not all because I've definitely had experiences that were not like that. But I would say that in general, there's just this energy that I had not had before. But how much of that energy is doing something that maybe in the back of your mind you think is taboo, that interracial thing? It is probably that to some extent because I did grow up in middle of rural Alabama, and I grew up extremely conservative Christian to the point that, you know, anyone that... Anyone that didn't sound or talk like you was like out of the question? Yeah, But I don't know how to describe what exactly is behind that energy. It's just something that when it happens, you're like, oh, it all makes sense now. 
Um, okay, so let's then move into this thing that I want to learn about. And it's so hard to find someone who's into it and someone who's willing to talk about it. First of all, for, again, the people who don't know, what is a cuck queen? Uh, in simple terms, it is a female cuckold. So a female that likes to watch their male partner with other women. Cut Queen does not necessarily have the language behind it or the additional language that the cuckold side does. So like where with cuckolds, there was kind of the distinguishing terms of like stag vixen dynamics that exist. So like stags kind of started as cucks that didn't have any element of humiliation, degradation, female-led relationship aspects. They were just men that liked to watch their women get fucked by other men. Cut queens can vary anywhere from just women that like to watch their men with other women. And then the opposite side of the spectrum, there is the heavy what you think of when you think of cucks type relationships where there is a lot of degradation, a lot of humiliation, a lot of denial. And where are you on that spectrum? I am on the latter side of that spectrum. Okay. So you like the degradation. Yes. Explain exactly what you're you're talking about. Well, I would say that it does go back to me describing myself as a submissive first. So I was very into degradation on that end um, in scenes and stuff in my power dynamic relationships, like my power exchange relationships. So like that just kind of naturally transitioned into wanting that while my male partner was with a female also. So, and it is- Okay, you're going to have to set the scene for me. So <laughs> like you are in the room watching your guy have sex with another woman? I have not had any in-person experiences. All of mine have been long distance through video calls. So it does make my experiences a bit more niche, if you will. I guess the best way to describe it is just to go ahead and put my first real experience out there and like describe sure. how it went. My partner is a bull for a cuckold couple and they're in different states than I am. And the couple that he was with, the cuck in the relationship was on a business trip. So my partner and the wife were having dinner and drinks and a play date that night. And they video called both of us Oh, while they had dinner, while they had drinks and then hold on is this on zoom uh, well part of it it was we had some technical difficulties in the middle of it so part of it was on zoom <laughs> part of it was on snapchat uh so oh my god we, we had several complications about halfway through so <laughs> but it didn't stop you no, right it, it didn't uh, stop it didn't even mess up the energy of it because they just wow. played into the degradation aspect because it was all on my end for the most part it gave them something to go off of with oh so you're too fucking stupid to even figure out how to get this to work okay I guess we're you know you're not that worried about it then like 
So I'm uh-huh. over here just feeding off of that energy. <laughs> All while trying to you're over there. <laughs> you're over there. You're pissed off that your Zoom doesn't work, but you're also turned on. Yes, pretty much. Uh-huh. So um, to give even more context to this, my partner was obviously a black male. The wife he was with was a black female and her cuck is white. Oh. So they're in a whole niche dynamic themselves that doesn't get talked about a ton. And there's not a lot of them. Hmm. It definitely fed into the race play side of things. And that was, it was a very intense experience. Uh, Okay, hold on. (laughs) Let's get back to the experience. You kind of glossed right over it. So so your guy Mm -hmm. is with someone else's Mm -hmm. wife. You're on a video call. Mm -hmm. Describe to me what was happening. Uh, We watched them have dinner and listen to their discussions like we weren't even there. Uh, Oh, right. So you and the husband. Mm -hmm. And then when they took everything to the bedroom, that was where the, a lot of the comments had started, you know, the degrading, the the typical, she has a better pussy than you type comments. Like, you know, um, actually, no, I don't uh, know. Okay. So, Are you watching your guy go down on her and then he's saying things to you or what's going on? He did go down on her. She gave him a foot job. Then while she was giving him head, I remember distinctly one of the comments being, she lives way closer than you do. So why would I ever take the time to get head from a white bitch like you? That is one comment that distinctly... I remember because I... It drove you crazy. And being able to see it. Like, sure, he had said comments to me like that before, but not while actively being with someone else. Mm -hmm. Most of it was targeted towards both me and her husband. So there were a lot of neither of you are here and neither of you can do any of this as well as both of us can. Our energy meshes so much better. There weren't a ton that were made specifically towards either one of us. They did a very good job of targeting both of us. So a lot of they that did a very good job of insulting and degrading both <laughs> <Yes>. of you. <laughs> uh, a lot of the enjoyment that I know I got from it was the fact that me and the cuck were also just kind of sitting there, like, you know, trying to not interact with each other, but we could see each other's arousal and also angst at the situation. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, while you're watching, are you, are you masturbating or no? No, we were both told that we could not do anything. So oh. we had to sit there and suffer. <laughs> you're going to sit here, you're going to watch it, and you're going to like it, damn it. Yes. And you did. Yes, very much um, so. How about other situations? Uh, I mean, because that is kind of a, a unique situation, mm-hmm. right? When you're doing with a, a cuckold couple. Mm-hmm. I guess on a more regular vanilla cuck queen activity, what would happen? They're on the bed. It had started with us all three playing together. And then he told me to go to the couch. 
And he said that he was going to get good head from someone who knew what she was doing because she has way more experience than I do and knows exactly how he likes it. So they start making out and then she gives him head. The entire time he's telling me that I am definitely not ever going to be as good as she is. Things progress and he starts fucking her and she is significantly smaller than I am. So she starts telling me that she has a better ass and she told me to get on the bed and then she got on top of me when he finished. Sat on my face and I cleaned her out. (laughs) It was, I definitely wasn't expecting it, but. Mm, Did it turn you on? Absolutely. Absolutely. What about it turned you on? Or what is going through your head while you're doing this? I was so worked up that I'm like, at least I'm getting something. Sure, it may not have been me, but I'm getting something now. Oh. Despite being a bisexual, I don't go down on women very often. It's just not my favorite thing to do. But that experience may have changed my mind. And While this is happening, what's your guy doing? I have no idea because my face was sat on. Oops. (laughs) I can't see anything. But did you get a release from it? I mean, it's so... um... Yeah, while this was going on, she was using a vibrator on me. And when I got done, that was when she told me that I could come. And I definitely did. (laughs) Numerous times. Do you think that jealousy has anything to do with the turn-on? It's definitely a factor, but again, why I describe myself as a submissive first, I don't really have cuck angst or like the jealousy angst that goes on. I describe it as submissive angst, specifically when it's with a more dominant woman that he's with, like... What goes through my head is that I'm like, I'm being denied giving you pleasure. The one thing that I enjoy doing is pleasing other people. There's a mental thing that doesn't like that someone is, that the person I'm with is receiving pleasure from someone who is not as much of a people pleaser as I am. So there's this tug of war in my head of, I enjoy watching this but I want to do it because I think I can do it better, but you're telling me I can't type thing. And so it's just this constant cycle of submissive angst. Do you think you could ever be in a relationship where your guy won't do this? No. So this is you, This is, and this is the only way you're going to have it. Yeah, I would not be sexually satisfied if any of my big threes were not in my my relationship dynamics. And even better if you've got all three, right? Oh, most definitely. I I will probably have to have all three. I will most likely only ever be in a relationship with a Black man that is also non-monogamous and is okay with me being non-monogamous and is a more dominant person than I am. Do you have any fantasies or, I mean, what is your ideal setup? an in-person version of the video call with someone that I am in a long-term relationship with 
so that that personal dynamic could be even more ingrained into the scene. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because I think this is an emotional thing rather than a physical thing. Like when people hear about sex and different kinks, they think it's all physical. But when you're getting into power dynamics and this kind of stuff, I think it's much more emotional. So you would get way more out of it if it was someone you loved. Absolutely. Right? So then your ideal thing is you in a room with a cuck, both watching your partners play. Yes. And then at the end of it, would there be any interaction? I I think it could go either way. I don't have a strong opinion on that. But don't you need a release or are you okay not getting I'm, anything out of it? I'm completely okay not having a release. Um, at least not right then. Like, I'm fine with being told, no, you're just going to have to wait. Because you, you kind of put that in the bank in your head, mm-hmm. right? It goes into a bank and then the next time you kind of withdraw that and kind of feed on that, right? Yes. Is there any interest, for instance, in this scenario where you and a cuck are watching your partners play with each other, what if they told you to have sex with a cuck? Would you do it? And would that be a turn on at all? Oh, would it be a turn on? Probably not. But would I But you do would it? do it. If of my, course you would. You're a submissive. Yeah, I, I would probably do it if I was told to do it. Now I'm intrigued. But then, uh, well, but I mean, the cream pie cleanup, you weren't, that's not something that you thought of either. No, it wasn't. And it turns you on. It does. Big time. Yes. See, we're just opening up more doors for you, Taylor. Just opening up a lot more doors for you. All right. I have a question for you that you probably don't know the answer to this. Do you have any idea why Cuck Queen is spelled with an A and not Queen with an E-E? Uh, yes, actually, I do have an Oh, you do? I believe Queen spelled that way was the older version of a wench in Old English. So being called oh. a win- uh, like a queen was an ugly older woman that had a, a cheating husband. Oh. Or a husband that was not in love with her. They just added cuck in front of it to give that meaning to it. It's not royalty. Yes. Actually, EE has a different meaning because there are cut queens that have an EE and they are oh. long-term feminized or sissified male cuckolds. Oh, I'm learning all kinds of stuff today. So cut queen with two E's refers to a male. Yes, that is into sissification or feminization. This is awesome because I love grammar. <laughs> I love spelling. This is amazing. Um, all right, Taylor, thank you so much. Your story is super interesting. And I'm hoping that it'll inspire other cut queens out there to come out and talk about their experience because everyone's place on the spectrum is different. And one cut queen can be very different from another. So I would love to hear uh, from more. I mean, do you know other cut queens or no? I know of other cut queens on social media, there doesn't seem to be much interest in having a larger community that interacts with each other, unlike the male cut side of the community. 
like they all have come together and formed their own little corner of the internet that there's a lot of them that are close, tight friends. You don't see that in the cut queen side. If you'd like to connect with Taylor, you can find her on Twitter at Satin Dolly Pop or just look on our page at Consent Adults. She's one of our followers. And we welcome any other cut queens out there willing to come forward and share their story. Okay, next time on Consenting Adults, they were high school sweethearts, had never been with anyone else, and then they discovered the lifestyle and have done a total 180. So, I mean, we've done soft swaps, full swaps, swap at the clubs. We've done... Swapped our house. Yeah, gone to other parties. We've had orgies. We had a orgy on a vanilla cruise. That was kind of crazy. Oh. (laughs) That's next time on Consenting Adults.